Welcome to the Wisdom Lifestyle Money Show. I'm your host, Scott Dillingham. The goal of the show is to show you how you can grow personally, financially, have a larger net worth, and leverage your largest asset to help you develop the person you want to be. I take you through all the steps I did from being nothing to being told that I was nobody and I was never going to accomplish anything, from getting kicked out of high school to owning a multi-million dollar real estate portfolio in my own company with more than 20 employees. You'll meet our partners, you'll meet our friends, you'll quickly discover how you can improve your life. So listen in and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Wisdom Lifestyle Money Show. I'm your host, Scott Dillingham. Today, I've got a super special guest with us today. I'm really excited to welcome Sam Clausen to today's show. He's the head of growth at Reflect App, which is one of the latest and greatest note-taking apps, which is awesome for business owners and investors to keep track of everything. So welcome, Sam. Thanks, Scott. I appreciate it. It's great to take you through the app and kind of show you what it can do for entrepreneurs and investors. Yeah, no, I love it. So I've personally been using this app and I was debating and there was a couple that I was trying and really trying to master and get something that really worked well for me. And I think this does it all right. It's got and I know you're going to touch on it, but it's got the voice notes, which uses Whisper AI's technology to transcribe your voice note. It's got the built in calendar, right? So all my meetings are there. So if two weeks from now, I'm like, you know what? I really need to remember this for that important meeting. I can do it. I believe that. No, it's got a whole bunch more. I know you're going to touch on it, but what are you finding? Like, what are the best use cases for someone who's self-employed or an investor or really anybody? How does using an app like Reflect help you? Yeah, that's a great question. So I think there's a couple different ways. The first one I'll bunch into note taking more, more generally, which is, you know, if you're an entrepreneur or a founder and you're working on multiple projects, it's very difficult to keep everything straight. So for me personally, I really, really rely on note taking more generally just to kind of keep everything straight between my reflect work and the newsletter I run and the agency and whatnot. So I think just having a note taking system that you're kind of in love with is the most important part. And I think that's also kind of the advantage of Reflect is that it's very easy to fall in love with yeah. because it's so so simple and so easy to use. So more specifically to Reflect, there's a couple things that work really, really well when you're dealing with a couple multiple projects and keeping things straight. So what you're looking at right now is the daily notes format, which of course you're familiar with, but if people haven't encountered it before, this is just an ongoing note with a section for each day. It's got the day of the week and the date, and it goes on to infinity. So if I know I need to do something on July 11th, I can just go and write it in here, and then it will be waiting for me. Yeah. And how people typically operate out of the daily note is, you can actually see my real day here. So this isn't a demo account or anything. This is my Google Reflect account. So I've got my to-do list here. So I've got several categories of personal main work side projects that I can kind of divide up. Some people do a running log of their day. So if I were doing that, I could, you know, start a new category, call it daily log. And then, you know, I can write this morning, I took my dog for a walk. And if you kind of look over on the side here, you can start to see the meetings integrated here. So this is the call we're in right now. So you kind of touched on this early on, but if you are someone that has a lot of meetings, you can just kind of click on this calendar event here and it will automatically auto-populate it. 
You can take the emails out if you want. I usually like to keep it clean. You can have it create a backlinked note for you. And if we were, you know, actually having a team meeting or something, I could open up that note and take any notes here on what we talked about. If it's a brainstorm, I can write any ideas. And this is all kind of done automatically through that linking format. Now, if I wanted to, I could also have selected that meeting and added your actual contact in. And then it will actually create a note for you yourself that's got your person type, your email, and anything else I want to add in there. So over time, what's nice about this is that you eventually get what's kind of a personal CRM. I, as a marketer, sometimes don't like the word CRM because it feels very salesy. So sure. I kind of like to think about it more as like an address book or just your contact list. And you can kind of go through and see everyone here and keep track of them, keep track of your relationships, put in any relevant information. So. That's kind of the main structure of Reflect and why it works so well for multiple projects, because you can operate off of this daily note format. You can go through, add in what happens in your day, and you can backlink things along the way. And again, that's what these purple links are that you're seeing here. Yeah. And so generally, we recommend backlinking all people, places, things. A good rule of thumb is anything that starts with a capital letter. And over time, you can kind of see how this starts to form a graph of ideas. So this is mine here. All of these colored dots are just different notes that I have. And these lines between them, the lines between them are just the bi-directional backlink. And this is what's known as network note-taking. And it, it operates in a very similar way to how our brains work by its associations between different thoughts and ideas to create new thoughts and ideas. Absolutely. It's super cool. And you know what? I'm wondering if we can show a live example here. I know you'll have to create a note for this, but let's say, let's just pick a real estate investor. So let's say I'm a real estate investor and I've got a rental property at 123 Any Street. Can we show how creating a note for that property, how you can add back, backlinks to it? So say a tenant calls and says, you know, the toilet's broken. Can we show, you know, an investor what that looks like and how you can keep track of the property maintenance you might need. Ooh, that's a great example. Yeah, let's go through it. What, what was your what was your fake address? Little one two three any street. Yeah, any street. Cool. Okay, so if I were operating as a real estate investor, or honestly even an agent or a rental property investor, here's what I personally would do. So I would create notes with the address as the title of the note, as I have here. Yeah. Now. I guess there's another way you could do this. If you had, you know, like tenants or clients, you could also do it by client, but I'm going to choose to do it by address here. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to create a tag here and maybe it's just called property. It could be called, you know, rental. You could call it anything, but what that's going to do is allow me to pull up a list of all of my properties. So that's kind of the first thing I would do. I would create the note for each property and then add that property tag to it so that I can always pull up a list of those. Okay. And then, so what I would actually do is build a template and I can actually do that here first. So maybe we would need some categories like the type is the property or maybe it's like, I don't know, project is usually what I use. Yeah. We can have- The tenants a, names maybe? Yeah, tenants. 
so we can have name number one or multiple yeah and so then here too let's say i'm the tenant here so i'm i moved in backlink my name and say sam Fawson. oops that was a previous note i made i don't i don't want to actually for myself so i'll create my first contact there and then again here i could then go in and add a person and all of that stuff but i'll forget about that for now so I'll say Sam Clausen and maybe my fiance also lives here with me. And then let's see, we'll have contacts. So that would be the email. So, you know, Sam at reflect.app, et cetera. I always like to have a notes or context category just so that I can write anything as we go. What else do you think? Do you think we need any other information for- Uh, Like maybe if there's a property manager, maybe you'd want to have their details there as well. Property manager, yep, with that, and then I'll just create a fake, a fake person for that. Perfect. Cool. So then, let's say, I mean, you could add anything here you want, right? Like you could for your own business, you could keep going. But what I would then do is I would then copy this, and then I would go add it as a template. So maybe I'll just kind of name this one property, or I could name it property investments. Could do it anything. Then I'm gonna paste this in here. And I'm only gonna leave the or the blank stuff. I'm gonna take out all the specific information, but I am gonna leave the property tag in there. And so then, if we create another one, so let's do one two seven, any street. Yep. Then what we can do is just pull up the property template, and it auto populates it for us. And we can just kind of go in, start writing this info. And now that we have two, you can see that if we click on the property tag, you can see we're starting to form a list of our properties there through the tag. So we've got that tag, we've got the tenants and the property manager is backlinked. And again, that's kind of what forms that nice categorized, organized map of ideas over time. Yep. No, for sure. It's super cool. So now if we can show two more examples. So let's go to the daily notes for today's note. And let's say you got a phone call, Sam, and your property manager says, hey, one, two, three, any street needs a new toilet. Can you show how we can mark this on the daily notes without even going into the note to show them what it looks like? Yeah, absolutely. So for this example, let's maybe ignore my existing ones up there. Again, this is like my real life notebook. So those are actual things I was doing. So ignore that top stuff. And I'm gonna maybe create a new one called to do just like I did earlier. And the reason I backlink that is just that I can collect them. You actually wouldn't have to, but I do this every day. So what I would then do is if I get a call, then I think the example you gave was the first property says need the toilet fixed or something, right? Yep. Okay, cool. So then I would backlink to that. One, two, three, any street needs to have the toilet fixed. And so the reason I backlinked there is because now you know, if I'm managing several dozens, hundreds of properties, I'm not going to keep them all straight. I can now go into this and say, okay, which one was that? Oh, okay. There's the tenants and whatnot, but it is occupied. So if I wanted to, I could then create a subcategory that says notify Sam Clausen and Barbara Yovanovitch about fixture or repair. And maybe that's something that I need to do before I actually go and fix it. Oops. And so you can see how you can kind of nest things. If I then had a different one, I could then, you know, 
I don't know, schedule painting for, you know, one, two, three, or was it? One, two, seven, yeah. I was um, that I did, Vinny yeah. Street. So you can kind of see how those things can kind of form your to-do list for the day. And okay. I like to do it as a to-do list where I put things in the list that I can then go in and check off. But again, some people do kind of the reverse direction in a daily log. So if I were to do a daily log, and let's say maybe it was the tenant that actually called me and notified me about the toilet. So I could say, Sam Clausen called about broken toilet at 123 E Street. And then you can see how that's kind of the same thing, right? It's like something that happened that I need to do. It's just the different direction. It's a to-do list versus a log of what actively happens in the day. Yep, and the super cool thing that I find, right? So if you go to the 123 E Street, which you have on the right, you can see at the very bottom there that it adds those tasks there for you. So then you don't forget. So you can look back two weeks later and you'd be like, oh crap, you know, what did I need at 123 E Street? And you go there and you can see it. So you don't necessarily have to remember the day. And the other cool thing that I do for customers, you know, of the business and tenants as well, is say I want to get Sam and Barbara a gift card for Christmas time. I can go using the calendar, I can go to December and put, you know, make a note in one of the one of the days before Christmas and just put, you know, get Christmas gift card for Sam and Barbara, right? And then that will show up on my to-dos and then I won't forget. So come Friday, December 15th, it's there, right? So super cool. So that's yeah. what I really love about it is those future events that you know you have to do something for, but you don't want to forget. You can just leave this in there and it's good to go. Absolutely. And just to kind of show you that example here, so if I go into the and add that note, and then I go into this note from my contact here, like you said, you now see this down below in the incoming backlinks. Yeah. I could similarly, I actually really like that example of the, the incoming backlinks because I could also see if you're a property manager, if you've got investments in multiple properties, yeah. whether it's for I don't know, just keeping general track of a property, whether it's for, you know, taxes and you want to know what work was done on the property, how much you spent yeah. on it. You can just see all of that down below here. So yeah. at the end of the year, you could just start clicking, clicking on these properties and saying, okay, what actually happened this year at this property? And you don't have to manually list this under the notes and the contacts. It's all going to come in through the income backlinks down below. Yeah. Even, even certain investments, Right? You can keep track of your purchases, you can keep track of staff and performance reviews and all kinds of stuff. And that's that's what I love about this, right? Because I, I have a business, right? We do mortgages, but then on top of that, I am an investor and our, our podcast here is for investors and business owners and things. So I think this is perfect, which is why I wanted to get you guys on here. Now, we've only really touched on the use cases of this, but then now you guys have really built in like AI and different stuff like that. So can you show us some cool things that you could do with AI to further enhance this? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm really, really excited about this stuff right now because it's it's completely changing the way that I take notes. And I think this is the best example. I mean, let's just see what this audio message was. Yeah, great. So this is this morning I went biking out of town and I was just driving back home and Oftentimes while I'm driving, I start to just think of everything I need to do in the in the day. So 
this was just me rambling about what I needed to do the rest of the day. And it uses Whisper here. So to see this in action, if I click on this microphone right here, I can say anything and it's gonna transcribe everything I say with pretty much human accuracy. Yeah. And you can do this on both the, here I'm on the desktop app here, but you can do it, on, or sorry, I'm on the browser app. You can also do it on the desktop app. You can do it on the mobile app. And it'll take a, a few, a little while to transcribe. It depends on how long it was. Mine's already transcribed here. It just adds it down below to the bottom. And you can see the voice note that I took here. So that's kind of step one is, I don't know, like I, I remember when Siri and Alexa came out and it was just kind of a bit of a disappointment because the accuracy was so poor. Oh, it still it's really, is. It's still oh yeah, it's, it's, it's unusable. Like yeah. it, it just never knows what you're saying. It's kind of a joke. Whisper is crazy how accurate it is. I mean, it just really does it word for word, all of your punctuation. And if you, I mean, not when I started mid-sentence recording, but you can also go in and set the languages. And then what's really nice, so that one was just kind of a fake one, but if I go up and use my real one, you can then turn it into different formats using the AI assistant. So if I highlight this voice note and press command J, or I could also click on the stars here, this pulls up the AI palette editor. And all these ones up top you're seeing, these are AI prompts that I myself have written. That's okay. why it says custom here. And then down below are all the system ones. So these are the ones that just come pre-written and reflect. So if I go and maybe choose to list the action items, because this was a voice note I took about everything I needed to do, yeah. I can click on that and it's gonna start running. This is actually a very funny day to be doing this because it's like half work and half my 4th of July. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> and then I can just choose to replace it in there. And now I've just got this nice, beautiful, clean to-do list for the day. Okay. Now I can also do undo that there. If I, let me go back and click that again. If I click on this drop down, here you can actually see the kind of open source prompt that was written by the Reflect team here. And so you can see what the AI assistant is actually being instructed to do. It's being instructed to take the selected text and then write it as a to-do list and it gives it some formatting here. And then there's always some text at the end that just says do not return anything because sometimes the AI sort of over, over explains things. But yeah. what's fun is that I can now clone this and edit it however I want. So let me think of something I could change here. I mean, action items is a pretty good one. Maybe I want to do detailed action items. So I'm going to change this to list detailed action items. And then in here, I'm going to say write a, actually I'll say write a to-do list of action items for my notes. And then I'll say with as much detail as possible. And then I can click save. And then if I want to pull this up again, I now have the list of detailed action items. And that probably honestly won't be that much different. It'll, yeah, it just uses- It's longer, yeah, it's longer. Yeah. I think some, like we can actually go in here and look at the custom ones that I have. There's probably some really weird ones. Act as a personal copy editor. That is a custom one I did off of a system one that just tweaks slightly. So yeah. you can kind of instruct it how to edit your copy. Execute command is an interesting one. If you just put, you know, some kind of command in your notes, like 
I don't know, tell me the first ship to sail across the Atlantic Ocean that will answer it for you. Yep. Executive Assistant, this is an amazing one that was built by one of our users, actually, and I stole it. I used it yeah, I've quoted that one in so, there, too, yeah. Oh, cool, nice. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. So this one basically just takes, you can record a meeting, you can transcribe it using Whisper, and then you actually don't need to record the meeting either. You can just take a few notes and record a little reflection at the end of the meeting, and we'll take those notes and divide them into the key takeaways, the action items, kind of like the last example, other people's action items, and the next steps. It actually did run it here, but it's probably not that useful because that wasn't a meeting. It was just me rambling. No, it's cool. I use it so like when I finish my podcast, I'll copy over the the script from like Descript, right? Because it trans transcribes everything. Mm. And then I have it make a summary for me. And then that's what I use to publish to the podcast. Oh, oh that's great. Oh, yeah. I'm going to steal that for our YouTube channel. Do it. I've thought of doing that. With the do transcript. it. Yeah, because before I had to manually do that and I would come up with like just a couple sentences and it was nothing. And I was like, this is better. But obviously you got to watch the character limit, right? So that's the only thing that I saw is some mm. of the big ones, you hit that character limit. So that's when you need to have the API. Yeah, I'll actually show that really quick here because this is somewhat new for us. If I go into preferences here and then I think on the graph settings, is that, oh no, no, that was wrong. Yeah, I think here it is, yeah. Oh yeah, there we go. So here you can, there's a couple AI things. I mentioned the transcription language here, you can set it. Occasionally it will hallucinate. So like we had a couple of <laughs> users that it would transcribe their voice as well. <laughs> yeah. So we added this option in Alper text. That's basically for names that it has trouble transcribing. So Voitech and Akabu, those are our two team members. And then what we were just talking about here, the API key. So you can enter in your own OpenAI API key, and then you can use the assistant as much as you want and bypass any character limits. So <laughs> We had to put a, I think it's 64,000 character limit on our assistant just to kind of prevent people from abusing it. That's actually quite large. I've never, I've never met that limit myself. But if you are, you know, a real <laughs> power user of AI yeah. assistant, it could hit it. Yeah, you're right. I've never hit it from regular use. Just if it was like half an hour or longer podcast, that's when I find kind of gets mm. to it. Yeah, yeah, that that might do it. And so you can, if you have a billing set up with OpenAI, which anyone can go set up, you can get your own API key and then that will just let you pay for whatever usage you use. Yep. If you have access to the GPT-4 API key, then it will use GPT-4. But if you don't have access to GPT-4, it will default to 3.5 if you put in your own API key. But yeah, super cool. So you have to try that. Try that. Your YouTube videos, they're shorter, right? They're usually like under 10 minutes, sometimes a little over, but yeah. try it and just see how you like it. Oh, I'm definitely going to do that. I hate writing YouTube video yeah. descriptions. <laughs> yeah. Another one you just made me think of too. So I have this one. This is what I'm experimenting with called to suggest a few tags. So this is for my notes. I was showing you tags earlier and I've been trying to tweak this. Like, I think I can start listing all of my tags for my notes and have it auto-populate a note with a tag. Now I'm wondering if I can also do that with YouTube video tags. So I think I'm going to set up a custom prompt to suggest YouTube video tags. 
and then I'm going to run that at the same time as your other one and have it do both my description and tagging for me. Do it. Try it. Yeah. Because you could probably ask it to even use the most popular tags. So if you're doing it for YouTube, right? Because I think it knows. Yeah. I think mm -hmm. it knows that, right? Not from the most current. I think it's right. 2021. It was disconnected from the internet or whatever. It only knows. Is that right? Yeah. Up to then. Yep. That's correct. But it'll still give you a good guideline. Yeah, and you can actually get around that if you're willing to play around with AI a little bit with our ChatGPT plugin. Okay. And man, we can do really cool stuff with the ChatGPT plugin because you can combine it with other plugins like the web agent and, you know, even Zapier or something. So on our YouTube channel, for example, we have, oh, this is another good property one. We have a integration built where you can basically set up a property alert to land in your notes each morning. So on ChatGPT, I can apply the Reflect plugin, the Zillow plugin, and maybe the web, no, the Zapier one. And then I can ask it to search for, I don't know, all properties in Estes Park, Colorado for under $800,000 that are at least three bedrooms of an acre of property. And then I'll make sure it'll find all of those. And then I'll say, okay, great. Can you set up a Zap work, Zapier workflow so that a list of these properties appears in my notes every morning? And it does it. And it's really, really cool to just kind of wake up every morning and just have a list of properties that match your criteria in your notes. Yep. I saw that. And one of the things that I do too is when I'm looking to buy a property, if there's something that stopped me, because the thing is when you're looking for a property, you could look at 30 and then you forget why you didn't like the first couple. Do you know what I mean? There's just so much going on. So if you yeah. were to build in that sequence, right? So you're the, the listings are automatically displaying when you log in to reflect and then you leave notes as you view these properties as to what you liked and what you didn't like, then you're not going back and saying, okay, what was it about this property? Okay, maybe I should go see it again, right? And you're wasting time because you forgot that you hated it because the basement was moldy or like whatever. So right. that's what's super powerful with this is when you do that, it also creates a note for that property and then you can add your own notes to it. It's super cool. Yeah. Generally, anything like that where you find yourself going, you know, that feeling where you're like, oh, shoot, what was the name of something or what yeah. did I think about this? That's usually a great sign that you should just create a categorized note for it. Yeah. So like my house that I'm in right now, we rent out on Airbnb when we travel yeah. and, you know, Airbnb guests will kind of be like, hey, FYI, we, I don't know, duh faucet in the bathroom sink had a slight drip you're out of detergent stuff like that they message you but if i don't log it i'm just gonna forget about it and i need to know what repairs to do in between guests so i just have an airbnb note where i just list those and then when i come back into my place i just have a list of everything i need to go through and repair before i leave again yeah that's awesome i love it i love it and it does it really it really makes life easy and you don't you don't realize it the only thing that i struggle with and probably everybody does until you get used to it is what to name your notes because sometimes I know what I'm thinking and what I want to find and it's like I didn't save it with those words so I find you just have to get really good at naming it properly and then it makes the retrieval of those notes at a future date super super easy mm, yeah that's very true and 
I'll be completely honest with you. I'm not the best at naming systems. So like, I don't know. I just go in here. Well, actually, these are okay, but I have some test ones in here. But sometimes I'll, you know, I'll have names in there. I don't have the last name in the title and yeah. stuff like that. So I'm a more chaotic thinker, <laughs> which is why I love Reflect. And I, I especially love these new AI integrations that will organize my notes and thoughts for me. Yeah. One thing that we're looking forward to in the future is once we have a kind of a local AI living in Reflect, then we can do a lot more with it. Right now, we're just calling in OpenAI's API with GPT. And so we don't want to do any feature that would give OpenAI access to all of your notes, right? Because that a, a, would be a security issue. Yep. But once we can have a local AI, then we can do really, really cool things with it where you know we can have semantic search that will kind of make that a non-issue. Because you could type in a phrase into the search box and even if none of those words exist on the actual note, it will still find it for you. Yeah. You can start to ask it things off of your notes. So imagine if you have hundreds of properties that you've collected info on, and you could just ask it questions about all those properties. Like if, if, I, if I were to sell one of my properties right now, which one would sell for the most money or something like that? Yeah. You could ask it really strange questions and it could just parse the information for you. I love it. Yeah, no, I look forward to that as well as when you go to the map view, right, then you see all your notes that are actually connected that you failed to connect yourself. I think that'll be yeah. super cool. And I know you guys kind yeah. of make suggestions, but it's not like the same, you know? It's true, and everyone has their preferences. So if you look at my map here, there's a ton of these unlinked notes on the outside. And I'm actually totally fine with that because those are all my previous Evernote and Apple notes that I've imported. Yeah. And so they're not linked to anything, but I can still index the information. So if I, you know, want to look up some piece of info from some like high school project in my Apple, it's, it's still there to find. Yeah. And then I can kind of, you know, go in here and I can remove the unlinked and the blank ones. And then it starts to look a lot cleaner here. But yeah, yeah the map view is super cool to just kind of have this visual representation of what's happening with your thoughts and ideas over time. It's cool. I, I love it. One of the things that I didn't realize that really helps me. And this is more on the social media side of things. But when I come up with a piece of content, I add a couple tags to it. So one is I add a post. So like a Facebook post or Instagram post. And I'll add the tag video because I want to make a video for YouTube for it. And then I'll add a tag podcast because maybe I can turn it into a podcast. And then I add another tag for email so I can send it to my email marketing system. So. I do that for every single piece of content and then I erase the tag after I've leveraged it in that medium. So then when I'm like, what type of content should I put out? I can just click email and then it's all these ones that I can send an email out to. It's super cool. Oh, cool. That's a really good one. That's like yeah. a more intricate version of my writing one. So I use, I have a tag article and then I have another tag draft huh. so that I can pull up both a list of articles that I've written in my notes, but also I can pull up the list of drafts that I haven't yet published because I mean, as ridiculous as it sounds, but I don't know, sometimes you start writing something and you get distracted and only finish three quarters of it. And I might completely forget about it if I don't have it yeah. <laughs> marked in a list. It's, it's true. And by organ, I find personally by organizing myself this way, 
a lot of the things that were repetitive in the past, they're not repetitive. So when I need to get to work and make some content, I don't have to think, right? So my cognitive load is increased for the day. Mm -hmm. uh, and then not only that, right? Again, I'm not repeating, you know, making another video that might have a slight twist because I forgot that I made one six months ago, right? Where now it's like, I know what I need to make videos on. So that duplicate content thing kind of mm -hmm. goes away. So it's super cool and you that's can use it for great. anything. So that's why I love it. And this is why I wanted to have you on here to, to chat about it. Well, this has been great. You've actually, you've given me a couple of things that I can go try myself now. Yeah. And I've actually never thought about the, the real estate and kind of the investment use case of it either. So that was, that was quite fun to walk through and I'm going to have to think of some more examples. I've, I've got a feeling there will be a couple of our YouTube videos coming up where I focus on these things a little bit. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I love it. And one of the things, and I'll share this in super advanced for this, but another thing for investors that I see a lot of investors do, right? Is there's these certain companies you can buy stocks with direct. Okay. And you sign up on their share repurchase or drip their dividend reinvestment plan. And you have to manually keep track of the adjusted cost base. And I know, I don't know if you know much about this, but pretty much you have to keep track of what you're buying the investments for. So then when you sell the, you know, the government knows what the average that you paid were was so they can you know, tax you on the gain. So reflect is perfect for that because you just make a note for that investment and you add how much you paid as a backlink and then it just keeps adding up there. So you've got like a calculator for things that you need keeping track of, right? Even if it's toilet paper, like I bought this much toilet paper and you're trying to keep an inventory. I realize not everybody uses QuickBooks or different things like that, but still to just add it as a backlink, right? It's there for you. So you can use it in so many ways. That's why I love it. I, I use it every day. I even have just a write-off you know, where it's like every time that I think of something that I've done to my Airbnb or something for my business where I'm like, but I could write that off at the end of the year just to add it to the list and it's yeah. there waiting for you. So that's it. That's another good one. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, awesome. Well, listen, I really appreciate you, Sam. We, I do have to run, but no, thanks for sharing this. So for anybody who's interested in Reflect or you and your own marketing company, right? Because I know you guys have your own stuff. How do people get in touch with you or how do they try Reflect so they can see kind of the benefits that we're talking about here? Yeah, absolutely. So the most important one, if you want to check out Reflect, you can join for a two-week free trial at reflect.app. And we're very lenient about extending it. So if you want to try it for longer than two weeks, no problem. After that, it's 120 a year if you buy it annually or $15 a month. And everything's included. There's no add-ons or anything like that. It's just all in. So that's at reflect.app. You can go sign up there. If you're a student, we offer a student discount. And if you want to kind of, you know, check out some more information about Reflect and how to take notes, you can go to reflect.academy. That's our education resource. And then I'll, I'll probably give you info just for, you know, some YouTube links and whatnot, if you want to include those for people to watch some walkthroughs. Yeah. And then personally, if you, you know, want to kind of check out what I'm working on with Reflect and other gross things, I'm just at Sam Plosson on Twitter. I've got weird name spelling, so I'll give you a link to that one as well. Perfect. And uh, yeah, if you ever need growth or growth or marketing help, help run startupcookie.com. It's a growth marketing agency that focuses on content design all that good stuff. So that's just startupcookie.com. That's pretty much all the stuff related to me. <laughs> awesome. Well, sounds good. I, again, I really appreciate you and your time. 
And this should be live within a week. I can send you a copy first so you can just you know sign off on it. But uh, yeah, again, I appreciate you for coming on and it was a great chat. Yeah, this is a lot of fun. And hopefully we'll get a chat sometime in the future and maybe we'll, I don't know, collaborate on some workflow videos or something for the investment crowd. <laughs> Sounds good. I appreciate it. Thanks, Sam. Awesome. Thanks, Scott. If you're serious about real estate investing and you want to take it to the next level with the least amount of time and mistakes, then you're going to want to sign up for our Real Estate Investor Hub. Visit CanadianRealEstateNetwork.com and hit the blue button or banner that says Free Investor Resources. Inside, you'll have access to real estate investing courses, networking opportunities, webinars featuring industry professionals as well as dedicated chat channels to share and get access to unique properties. I look forward to seeing you there.